Hello and welcome in to week two of the ASAP for the spring 2023 semester. We are working through a series on the Holy Spirit. Fred just dropped a fire message. My name is Landon and I'm here to recap it with my friends Paige and Mary. Say hello to the people. What's up? Hey. <laughs> Paige is a staff member. Mary, you're a senior? Yes, I am. So we've got some, some veterans on the podcast tonight, although... Mary, this is your first time being on a podcast ever. That is true. It would, is. Would you like to share just a few few thoughts on how that feels? Um, it feels great. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on a podcast, and I love talking about the Holy Spirit, so mm-hmm. I'm excited. Good. You're in your wheelhouse. That's great. I am super excited to talk with both you guys about this. Um, as I was listening to Fred, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen really intently, and I'm going to think, like, okay, where are the holes in this? What can we hit on that he didn't hit on? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can share, like, some personal testimonies. Then he turns into, like, here's my personal testimony. So I don't really know where we go here because uh, there was a lot of good stuff, but luckily mm-hmm. part of this is that we get to highlight the good stuff. So uh, out of everything that Fred had to share with us, also, it was like a 40-minute message, and it flew by. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, wow, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. But that, I guess, talks about just how gifted of a speaker Fred is. So mm-hmm. what stood out? What was good from what Fred had to share in your all's estimation? Yeah, I feel like what you said about sharing testimonies and stuff, I feel like that's probably what made the message feel like it flew by. It's because he just told so many personal stories. Because mm-hmm. you can hear a million messages on the Holy Spirit. Like, I for sure have. Like, that's definitely a topic that I have sought out in my, like, personal study of God. Yep. Um, something that, like Fred said himself, he didn't grow up hearing about, and neither did I. So I sought out that topic in my later years. But hearing his stories of like actual times where he heard God's voice or experienced like moves of the Spirit, like those are the things I won't forget. Mm-hmm. And you're just immediately put into a situation where you can imagine yourself there. Mm-hmm. So then it almost makes it more tangible to think, oh, I could have experiences like that because I can see my life in Fred's life, you know? Yeah, like testimony causes our own faith to arise. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I love what he talked about like with community and how the Holy Spirit speaks through community. And one of the things that he highlighted that I really loved was um, how like it's not our job to convict, that's the Holy Spirit's job, mm-hmm. but it is our job to speak the truth. Um, and I just love how, like, like that just shows, like, the partnership with the Holy Spirit that we have as the body of Christ. Um, because I think about, like, the Holy Spirit active in my life right now. If I'm a Christian, I have the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit. And I was thinking about, like, practically, okay, what does this look like in my day-to-day? Um, and just, like, on leadership at CSF, like... I sometimes like feel this like weight of like, oh my gosh, I have to say like all the right things and like mm-hmm. all of this like falls on my shoulders when in actuality like mm-hmm. it is the Holy Spirit just moving mm-hmm. in what I say or like what I do or what anyone does. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. In some ways there's so much freedom when we accept the movement of the Spirit because it takes the burden off our shoulders of mm-hmm. us trying to play God. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That That's was so one good. of the big themes that I think jumped out to me and you guys just whatever thoughts this brings, just hop off of it. But I think that one of the things that makes maybe the Holy Spirit intimidating is that it immediately asks for us to release control. Yeah. Uh, I think Fred even hit on that. And so just interested what that even looks like for you guys. And Paige, you even said like, 
that you've sought out, what it looks like to, you know, be open to the movement of the spirit and just what that looks like, that balance of like releasing control and maybe what that's mm-hmm. looked like in your own experience. I mean, for me, like over and over again, when I try to get closer to God or try to understand him more, he continues to bring me back to it not being about me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of connects what you're saying about like giving up control. Um, like in no way can it be about me <laughs> and what I want or what my like desire would be, which God through the Holy Spirit can change our desires to be like his, but at, then that's still not about me. It's him changing me into him, mm-hmm. you know? So like that idea of giving up the control and it not being about me, it's like I'm in a moment when I'm calling on the Holy Spirit to enter a room or enter a time of prayer or enter my own life, I'm basically saying, help me lay down my own self so that I can invite you in to whatever it is that I'm asking him to come into. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that the other thought that was kind of popping in my head of like the Holy Spirit, and I think this is the other piece too of that maybe that keeps us from diving into really, you know, what does the Holy Spirit have for me is this idea of having to accept the humility of like, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also this tendency for us to put God in a box yeah, and shape God in our own image <laughs> instead of allowing God to, you know, shape us in his image. And so there's even like a control factor there of I want to control what God can do. And I want to keep that within the realm of what I'm comfortable with or what I would enjoy. And I think that one thing that kind of popped in my mind of, you know, one of the patterns, at least of the, the movement and the speaking of the spirit in my life is it often calls me things that aren't comfortable mm-hmm. uh, and that pushes me outside of my comfort zone so that I am not leaning on my own strength and actually allowing the spirit to move. Yeah. Yeah. I think it like the Holy spirit often brings me to a place of dependency, mm-hmm. which is really cool because I think that's also like a part of the partnership of like with the Holy spirit is like, I have to depend on him to work through me mm-hmm. or to speak through me. Um, and so I think that's something that I've been learning about the Holy Spirit a lot recently. Not, it's not even about like my actions or my words, but like, what am I doing with my life? Like I'm a senior, I'm graduating. Like there's all of these different things. And like all through college, you're thinking about when you graduate, what's the next step. And sure. I think like even in high school, you're like, oh, where am I going to college? All these things. And it's in like those like moments of my life where it's like, okay, Lord, like, where do you want me to go? Like, I have to depend on you for these answers or else I'm just going to be living my life for myself, which is not what you call me to do. And I think you, and tell me if I'm right, but I feel like you learn that dependency and like the dependency in the little moments, right? Yeah. So that when those big questions come, it's like, okay, I know how to listen Right. now. Like we're like, God, please speak when we reach these moments of like crisis or transition. Right. And it's like, we have to learn to listen in, in the little things. There's also another idea that Fred put forward tonight about um, being able to like trust something without fully understanding it. And he gave us a lot of practical examples and then talked about how it's the same way with the spirit. Um, and something that the Lord's been teaching me recently is that like God is mysterious and that that's actually a beautiful thing. And it's something that I can trust. Um, so I just thought he did a, a super good job of unpacking that even to trust God, we don't have to fully understand him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many times, like even Fred's image that he got like three different times from three different people, like you're walking 
in the woods and you can't see what's in front of you, but if you just keep walking, there's like a clearing ahead. Like how often do our relationships with God feel that way? Where like he's told you to walk in some way or like you feel like you're supposed to be doing something, but then it's just foggy. Like you, you can barely see the footstep right in front of you, you know, but God doesn't say like, you have to know every single step of the plan in order to follow it. He actually says, like, my word is a lamp to your feet. Your feet, not the path, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, your feet that are right down there in front of you. And how, like, going back to what Mary said about dependency, like, how much does that cause us to depend on God? Like, how, how far would we run ahead of him if we didn't need him, you know? And where would that end us? <laughs> sure. I'm afraid to find out. <laughs> Yeah, I love what Fred talked about, like, with the parables that Jesus gave and how, like, we, like, are called to pray, like, to be given eyes to see and, like, ears mm -hmm. to hear. Mm -hmm. And not everyone, like, he doesn't say it plainly because their eyes were closed and their ears were closed as well. <laughs> and, like, what he talked about, like, just, like, having open, an open heart and a willingness, like, in all things when it comes to the spirit revealing things because you know he could have like heard those three things about the wilderness or the forest and been like okay like mm -hmm. but like the like he asked for his eyes to be opened and the willingness of his heart to like see what the lord was doing and i think that's always just like a posture to be reminded to mm -hmm. have is just like the willingness to like believe who the holy spirit says that he is yeah I feel like that's how I first started hearing God's voice too, was I just believed that God did want to speak to me. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I just started seeing him everywhere. Yeah. It was like this scavenger hunt or like things that I would have just warded off as like coincidence yeah. before or just like silly. I started believing that that was God talking to me. And then I, I saw him every single day, like yeah. multiple, like it literally everywhere. So I think there's so much in that in between of what, how much faith can do to you hearing the voice of God. Like he wants to speak to you, believe that he does, and then you will see him all around you. And I think that's how the spirit reveals himself too, is through the faith that God wants to speak to his children, you know? Yeah, I think that's so helpful. And that's even what Fred, I think, helped unpack is, I think maybe for some of you listening, the, the, what the Holy Spirit can even say to you and the ways that he can speak to you, you, maybe you thought it was only through the scriptures. And he opens up today like, you know, we can see that in our community and, you know, even things that our friends say to us or speak over us. Um, we can see that in, you know, even just our, our own life circumstances. And so, yeah, there is something to that idea of, Man, God, I just like, one, I believe that you're moving. I believe that you're speaking. And I just want to be let in on it. Mm -hmm. And there's just something that's really inviting about that of like, man, if we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, then like we should want to be in on what he's doing. And uh, to, to even just like fully, as we were singing the, the uh, House of Miracles song, and it was just like, come alive in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's like to, to truly come alive as believers, we have to tap into joining the spirit and what he's already what he's already doing yeah i think that's like one of the most beautiful parts of the gospel it's just like the invitation of what the lord is inviting us into like he doesn't need us mm -hmm. to speak to people that's like right. he doesn't need like he's not dependent on me like 
to be like, oh my gosh, like say this thing or else everything's going to go crazy. Like, but he, like, it's the invitation of like, hey, like I want to invite you in what I'm doing because I love you Mm. and because you can, because I've torn the veil and like, I'm revealing to you. Like, I think even the act of like in the gospels, when Jesus like does die on the cross, the veil is torn from like the top to the bottom. And I think that is just like such a beautiful picture of like, he is revealing already, mm-hmm. you know, and the Holy Spirit hasn't even come down yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. Um, would love to even just hear a little bit more from you guys about like what's your own practical experience with the Spirit looks like. Um, and even, I don't know if you guys want to share even just a moment recently where you've heard the Spirit working in your life. I don't know if anything comes to mind. Yeah, I do have a story um, that comes to mind about like the revealing of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think this was like maybe a year or two ago, but one day I like just got this random thought that like I needed to pray for a friend to like start crying or like have tears. Um, And I didn't, like I was like, oh, this is kind of a random thought, but I just started praying. And all that summer I was praying for this friend to learn how to cry and like give her tears to the Lord. And it was crazy because every time we called on the phone or talked about something that was going on, she would mention times that she would cry or like have tears. And I was like, that's random. Like every time we get on the phone, you talk about why you cry and we never really talk about this. And it was just really cool because I didn't really know like why I got this thought But I was like, I don't think that this is from me. I think this is from the Lord. And so I was like, even if it's not from the Lord, like I'm going to give it to him anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept on praying and um, it was just cool. Like my faith was built up so much because I would pray and I was like, I don't know why. And then she would call me and tell me about tears. And I was like, whoa, wait, that's amazing. Like the Lord, like you don't even know that I'm praying for this. But the Lord is moving in between like our friendship or like, I don't know, just like in community. And it was so cool because she was learning how to give things to the Lord that she's never given to the Lord. And I was like being built up in my faith. And that was just so like cool and just like a really cool way that the Lord like revealed himself to me, but also revealed himself to my friend. Mm-hmm. And like built your guys' bond yeah. together too. Yeah. Like, that's even a testimony of, like, like the Lord didn't need to use you right. to help the friend, like, connect with him emotionally, but he wanted to use you to bond you two as friends as well. And he just uses so many things and brings so many good things together. It's never just for one purpose, you know? Yeah. He's always doing more than we think he is. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part of that is the initial just not understanding why you heard that, mm-hmm. yeah. but just not questioning it and just being like, well, what do I have to lose to turn <laughs> yeah, this over yeah. to God and pray, right? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love that mentality of like, hey, we're just like playing with house money here. We're just going to pray and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a level that where there's just the trust of like, God, if it's nothing, it's nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Fred did a good job of hitting that too. Like even when you feel like you've heard something from the spirit or you're speaking over somebody else, it's like, you know, you yet have, have that posture of humility, right? We talked about that of, 
you know, maybe I'm hearing something, maybe I'm not, but I love just the faith to, to press in whether you understand or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of learning how to hear from the spirit is like the willingness to look stupid. <laughs> like you're, you might hear something for a friend and go up to them and be like, I don't know why <laughs> I'm seeing grapes. And they're like, mm, no idea. And you're like, okay, cool. Doesn't matter. Like yeah. you have to like not be afraid. But then like for someone else, grapes, they could have just been, I don't know, thinking about something with grapes. Like they could have just been reading the book about grapes. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You guys get it. Yeah. Sometimes the Lord just uses very specific things to reach people and sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's cool that like it's not dependent on us to get it right. You yeah. know, like it is on us to just be obedient. Yeah. And it's like the Holy Spirit's job to like reveal and like the person's, like if that is to happen, like the person's eyes to be open and like yeah. willingness to see what the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, I don't want this to come off as like, we're always like chasing these supernatural experiences. Right. Like we want to see God move in power and move in ways that we can't understand. And the, you know, those moments cause faith to arise. But I think there's also this level to like, we're also just as open to the spirit moving through the most mundane thing mm-hmm. and giving the most, you know, minute word, just that we even need to get through like our daily bread, right? Like right. what yeah. we need just to get through the day. Right. And so um, there's this level of like, yeah, guy, like we want to see you move and, Empower, but also like we need you even just to get through our day. Like we yeah. need to to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I even think about like back to the story of tears. Like that's just so random. And to me, like tears is like I cry every other day. <laughs> 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 but you know, for this friend, like I didn't know it at the time, but I it was like Im- like important to her and like big for her and the Lord. And so something that seems small to me could be Im- important to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, oh, tears. Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. Well, let's move into the practical a little bit. Um, as we move out of this message, obviously we're continuing to talk about the Holy spirit, but if someone wanted to lean in a little bit, wanted to say, okay, I want to give this listening to the Holy spirit thing a try um, maybe something from your own experience or uh, something you've heard from somebody else, but what would be um, just some maybe practical advice um, coming out of this message from Fred? I would say like ask people who you know are so different than you and think differently than you, like how they interact and speak with God. Maybe someone older that you know has a well-established relationship with the Lord Like if you're just starting out, ask those people, Mm -hmm. especially the ones that are different than you. Um, Or even like searching online, which can get into tricky waters. Like you don't, especially with things of the spirit, not not everywhere that you listen to online is going to be biblically sound, especially on the topic of the Holy Spirit. So maybe even ask those older people in your life for recommendations on things to listen to because you don't want to just be getting your info from anywhere but um I would say too just like try to like like Fred ended his message with just saying okay now just go ask him go ask him to speak to you 
Because you're you're never going to get anywhere if you're too afraid to try. You like don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes, exactly. That's Michael good. Scott, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that's kind of a joke, but very serious at the same time. Like you're never going to hear his voice if you don't try. Yeah. I also think I love what um, Fred, like how much Fred talked about listening. Mm-hmm. and all the different ways that we listen. And I just think that's so good because I, like in our day-to-day culture, I think we've lost the art of listening. And I just love how the Lord like brings us back to like the beauty and the simplicity of life. Mm-hmm. And I think listening is like one of those like simple things that we just don't even know how to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um And so it's even a challenge, like when he was talking about like silent listening or like silent prayer. And like, I don't, how often do I sit in my bedroom and not say a word without like scrolling or, you know, doing something like laundry or whatever? Like how often am I just like sitting and not saying a word Mm -hmm. and like actually like making myself available to Mm. what the Holy Spirit can say? Um, and so I thought that was like really practical and uh, like challenged me. Like, I think that I pray a lot, but how often am I listening? And what he said about like the one-sided phone call, I was like, dang, that (laughs) was convicting. (laughs) Like, I want to be just as eager to listen to the Lord as he is to listen to me. Mm. Um, and that was really good. And honestly, like, I feel like a place where I can start, you know? Because I can say all of these, like, blah, 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 go research, go mm-hmm. talk to mentors. But, like, I want to depend on the Lord. I want to depend on his scripture, on his word, and his Holy Spirit. So I need to start in the littlest way. And sometimes, like, that means sitting on my bedroom floor and not talking and saying, Lord, like, I'm just here. And if you want to say something, like, I'm here, you know? Mm-hmm. Mic drop. We can end it there. <laughs> yeah, really. I do want to build off of that a little bit. Um, just a little personal testimony. Uh, in my own like time with the Lord in the morning, probably about a year ago, I just started to like commit to having silence at the beginning of my time with the Lord in the morning. And you know, I don't even remember. I probably started with a couple minutes, but now it's like every morning, like at the start of my time with the Lord, like it's just. I set a timer for 10 minutes and just uh, sit there in silence. I normally will just kind of sit with my palms open. Um, and there's this idea of like centering prayer where you're just like centering your thoughts um, to Jesus and like any thought that pops to mind. Uh, and sometimes it takes a while to like catch myself in, you know, whatever thoughts come to me at the beginning of the morning, um, but to recenter to Jesus. And I'll be honest, at first I was like, I am getting absolutely nothing out of this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I was just beating myself up of like, man, I can't even like control my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I think silence reveals in some ways like the obstacles to the Spirit's movement in our lives. Um, And so I think there's even a grace in that. But it's gotten to the point now where it's like, I don't even know how to like start time with the Lord like without just a pocket of silence. Uh, I think that what that does for me is just a reminder. Sometimes I hear something in that time, but most of the time it's just a reminder of like that he's present and I get to start my day knowing that um, God's present from the moment, you know, I wake up and make a cup of coffee to the moment that 
I lay my head to sleep. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's broken some of the barriers for me of thinking, oh, God's only in, um, you know, my quiet time or he's only, you know, in worship or that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I love what Fred said about just asking how the Lord's moving in circumstances, even as practically of like, you know, a moment in a conversation that makes you frustrated or a moment while you're driving. Like, I think that God's always trying to speak to us uh, and we just miss out on it so much because I think, Mary, you're so right to say that we just don't have space because we fill our time with, you know, sounds. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, how many times do I even just not know what to do? And so I just pick up my phone, yeah. right? And so I've tried to even just have moments in the afternoon where I get home and I just sit on the couch and just think <laughs> for 10 minutes. And sometimes it's just even allowing my thoughts to catch up to my body, but sometimes it's allowing the Lord to... Um, to speak. So yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. just create that space and start asking the questions of God, what are you doing? What do you want to say? Yeah. And I think too, like um, something that came to my mind as you were talking is like, how often do we come to the Lord and we're like, okay, like I'm listening and we like expect this really big thing to happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think like, honestly, like I've learned this through my roommates, like if I'm living with someone, so if the Holy Spirit is living inside of me, am I talking to my roommates every single moment of the day? Like, am I having a funny moment or like a great moment with them every single minute of the day? No, No. sometimes living with someone looks like... That would be exhausting. Yeah, that would be exhausting, yeah. (laughs) It was a big moment every single time you hung out. Yeah, and like, I think like a lot of times what mine and my roommates like living situation looks like is like we're just making meals together or like we're just sitting on the couch not even talking or like reading a book or like you know and so I think it kind of like looks similar like to the Holy Spirit like it's not every time you're coming to the Holy Spirit you're going to get this big moment sometimes the Holy Spirit just wants to like live inside of us yeah yeah guys just like I just want to be with you yeah (laughs) yeah I love that and just inviting him into whatever you're doing that's mm-hmm. awesome. Any other final thoughts? Great. Well, we've given you 40 minutes of sermon and 26 minutes of recap. So at this point, you're on your own. Go listen to the Spirit. and yeah, you uh, don't need anything else. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, thank you guys for listening. And we're excited to continue learning more about the Holy Spirit next week. So until next time, see you guys. Bye. Bye.